thanks for hanging out with us. It's a Low J Book Club pick, and we'd like to uh, welcome back uh, best-selling author, one of our favorite authors, Kristen Harmel, is joining us. We last talked to her, The Forest of Vanishing Stars, The Book of Lost Names. Her latest book, The Paris Daughter, is fantastic. Kristen, thanks for coming back and hanging out with us. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure talking with you again. Absolutely. We're always in awe of your books and how you come up with ideas. If you could give people the setup of of The Paris Daughter, please. Sure. Well, thank you for the kind words. So um, in The Paris Daughter, you have two mothers, two daughters, an allied bomb that falls where it shouldn't in the suburbs of World War II Paris, two families torn apart, and a mystery that is ignited um, that goes unsolved for 17 years until we pick up again with the characters an ocean away in New York in 1960 when a chance meeting uh, puts the two mothers on a collision course to each other, um, which brings up sort of all of these unanswered questions from the past and uh, brings them both answers that change the course of the future for both of them. Mm. That's kind of a, I, I don't know, man, I have to work on developing that elevator pitch. But no, no, for crying out loud, the book speaks for itself, Kristen. I mean, and, and you know, reading this, you do so much research. And, um, you know, the Book of Lost Names was such a powerful book about World War II and, and how you kind of have wove some of that book into this book, which is really kind of cool. And I think it's shocking for a lot of people to know how many bombs were put on just innocent people during World War II? Yeah, I, you know, it, it's incredible. And I think that was maybe one of the pieces that led me to writing this book, that that realization, honestly, in my research for the earlier books, that there were bombs falling in occupied territories all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they were bombs in uh, to a large extent being dropped by the Allies. So basically the good guys, the people who were allied with the people on the ground trying to repel the Germans, um, were bombing areas that were militarily advantageous um, to the German troops. And they had to. But, you know, not all the bombs necessarily fell on their intended target. Well, I mean, um, it's, it's like a lot of them happening in Ukraine, yeah. you know, with Russia. I was, <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, I was working on this book when, um, when the invasion of Ukraine happened. And it was just a really uh, sad feeling to sort of feel like I was watching this history I was writing about in some ways repeat itself. I mean, you know, we're seeing that play out again and these civilians being so um, just enormously impacted by the cost of the war going on around them. Mm. I know. I, 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 I just, was there one thing in the Paris daughter? Was there one, how, what was the hook that got you on this story? Like, did you discover something and some research in one of your other books or how'd you get the idea? Well, you know, you mentioned the Book of Lost Names, which is about, among other things, um, forgers during World War II mm-hmm. and forgers working on an escape line for children. So I was reading a lot of um, firsthand accounts from people who had been hidden children during World War II, which were oftentimes um, Jewish children who were being sent out of the country by their parents to try to keep them safe. And in a lot of those accounts, um, these children talked about being bombed, that feeling of the air raid sirens going off or of feeling um, or hearing uh, bombs dropping around them and having to grab those gas masks 
and go somewhere safe. And I felt like that kept coming back mm-hmm. again and again and again in my research as something that has really impacted these people who, you know, were recounting this 50 or 60 years after the fact. And that was something that had stayed with them. So I think the more I heard that, the more it kind of got stuck in my um, my brain and, and in my imagination. And um, and I began doing research, and I thought, well, this would be a really interesting thing to write about because, you know, I love writing about things from World War II that I feel like we haven't um, or we haven't read enough about or, or we don't know enough about. I feel like I did that in the Book of Lost Names with talking about the story of these amateur forgers who mm-hmm. made such an impact in the war. Uh, but this was another area that felt um, less explored to me, and it was really interesting to dive into that. But I have to tell you that while I was doing the research for this book, I got an email from a man named Herb Barash who had read the Book of Lost Names and he was writing to tell me that he was a hidden child during World War II. Um, And I wrote back and said, oh my goodness, I would love to talk to you. And when we got on a phone call, um, one of the first things he talked about was that feeling of being bombed and running into um, down into a bomb shelter uh, underneath the ground um, while he was being hidden. And it was kind of like this magical moment where the research for this book actually came to me, which was really which was really kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, because you have that in the end. It was like, wow, I mean, you really make such an impact with your stories, Kristen. You. What a nice thing to say. Thank you. But, but you do. You do. And and I think the different thing, too, about this book is it's not just set in World War II. You get the after stories. Yeah. What happens when people have grief? I mean, mm-hmm. you talk you talk about, yeah. you know, the sacrifice we make for our children and a mother's guilt. And I think the women's yeah. friendships really resonate in this book a lot. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I've been writing about World War II for more than a decade, but... And, you know, sometimes I'll have a storyline in World War II and a storyline in the present day, but I hadn't gone that period of time after World War II. I mean, this was just like 15 years after World War II that the story picks up again. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting challenge to me, but it also felt important because it was it was a time that these characters and these people really in history were still dealing with the remnants of that war and, and the things they were carrying with them. And I think a lot of them that hadn't confronted the things they'd lost, that hadn't coped with that loss, were still carrying that burden very heavily on their shoulders. Um, so that, to me, was a really interesting thing to explore in this book, too. Yeah, I mean, because people do have to figure out how to continue living and their choices and everything that happened. I mean, the strength and resilience yeah. of all of that is just kind of amazing. And um, I like the art piece, too. Yes. You know how you incorporated Thank Elise, you. the artist, and her art. How did how did you decide to have kind of that element? I mean, these were the well, U.S. citizens that were living in Paris. Yeah. Well, you know, first, let me just say, I appreciate so much that you go so in-depth into the books. Like, you're such great supporters of authors and of books. And, you know, it, 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 your your listeners are just, it's just amazing. Like, I, I'm so glad that you give them the gift of your time, that you invest in this and talk about it. So thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. But hey, that's um, really nice. To, I, thank you, Kristen. You're a marvelous I really mean it. Like, writer. You're, you're, your questions are just so thoughtful. Like that really, it, that means something. That is just, thank you. I'm just saying you're doing a great job. So thank you. Um, but as far as the art piece, um, that idea of being able um, to express both hope and grief through art. And I think that's something that comes through in this book. And, and I think you can see, you know, when we pick up again with Elise, uh, one of the main characters in 1960, um, 
you know, I'm not giving away too much. It says this on the, on the book jacket. Right. She's lost her daughter. She's, she's trying to move on. And it's been 17 years, and she hasn't quite found her way back. But I think you can see her trying to find her way back through her art. Um, and, and that was that was beautiful to me. And I don't know if it's because I, you know, writing's an art, too, and I could kind of identify with that. But I think sometimes when your feelings don't have anywhere to go, um, you pour them into the the creative outlet that you are able to find. And for Elise, it's for wood carving. So, you know, that was an interesting thing to research, too, because I didn't know a thing about wood carving. And um, I it turns out I'm not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try? <laughs> try. I mean, you know, it's important to me to try to live as Absolutely. much of the novel as I can, but um, <laughs> I have some nicked fingers to show for it. Yes. <laughs> oh, you guys, if you're just joining us, we're talking to the New York Times way best-selling author, Kristen Harmel. Um, her latest is The Paris Daughter, a novel. It's so good. It just came out. Yeah. What's today's date? Is it today? Six, what's today's date? The 5th or the 6th? Tomorrow's the It comes sixth. out tomorrow. Right. So we're getting yeah, a preview. So, so congratulations <laughs> to you again. And I also think, you know, you have your um, podcast that you like to do with um, a couple other amazing authors. Do you want to just give that a little shout out? Yeah, thank you so much for asking. So it's called Friends and Fiction. We are live every Wednesday night on Facebook and on YouTube. And it's myself, Mary Kay Andrews, Christy Woodson Harvey, and Patty Callahan Henry. The four of us are all New York Times bestselling authors. And every week, we invite other authors on our show. And it's often the biggest, um, you know, the biggest authors uh, out there right now. And a lot of times we have debut authors too. We really like to get a wide variety. Mm-hmm. But we like to go and talk to them about the world behind their books, very much like you do on your show. So, um, so, uh, yeah, uh, if, if you would like to join us, we're live on Facebook and YouTube, and you can find us at friendsandfiction.com. And our group on Facebook is about 160,000 members strong. Wow, wow, um, And Kristen. people recommend all day, every day. Great place to be if you love reading. What do you, okay, I'm going to ask you this, because, you know, um, we have to ask you two questions, Kristen. The last great book that okay. you read is? Oh, okay. Oh, um, so... You know, okay, so probably I would say The Secret Book of Flora Lee, which was um, written by uh, Patty Callahan Henry, who's one of my co-hosts on Friends and Fiction. Hers just came out about a month ago, and it's also historical fiction. So if you like my book, she would like hers, too. And I also have to give a shout-out to Christina Lauren's The True Love Experiment, which just came out two weeks ago. Um, I did an event with them a couple weeks ago, and that book was so much fun. We just so had them Totally on. different kinds of books. Yeah. Oh, my God, you yeah. did? They're mm-hmm. the best. They're the nicest people in the world, honestly. Yeah, that's a fun writing duo. And then The Secret Book of Sarah Lee, you said was the name of it? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I probably mumbled. The Secret Book of Flora Lee. Oh, so Flora. F-L-O-R-A, Flora I, I Lee. I heard yep, about I, that. And Patty Callahan, too. Did she had her on our show. Savannah, I, she wrote a book yes. about Savannah. And the Exiles. Yeah. Does she have a new book coming out? So that's the one. The that's Secret the one. Book of yeah. Flora Lee. Oh. It, just, it just came out a month ago. Yep. And it, it did really well. It was on the New York Times bestseller list. It was, um, it was the Barnes and Noble pick of the month last month, which was really cool. So it was so nice to see that work out so beautifully for her. Well, you guys, all of you are amazing authors, but we appreciate you so much. Thank you for yeah. your time, Kristen Harmel. The book is The Paris Daughter. You're going to sell a ton of them. We know that. And Thank it really you. is. It's different, you know, because you get the picture during the war, what people are experiencing, Mm -hmm. but you get the after and how people move through that. And it's really 
hopeful and encouraging and, and interesting about women's relationships as well as the, the basic thing that's going on, you know, the harsh stuff. It's a good book, honey. We thank, liked it. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. I, that really means the world to me. Oh, you're so sweet. All right, take care, and we'll be talking to you soon, we hope. We got two copies to give away. Six, Thank you. All right, bye. 651 641 1071. The Paris daughter, Kristen Harmo, will be right.